All right. Well, welcome, welcome. This is the uh, Patriot Trading News Hour. We're having some technical difficulties trying to get Joe ready for the show. So, Joe, if you're if you're able to come in, come in. But I don't hear you. So, uh, this is June twenty eighth. It's Tuesday. Uh, it's a fine day here in Colorado. Uh, Patriot Trading News Hour. Uh, gold and silver. You know, uh, if, you, if you're a long time listener, you know what this is. If you're a brand new listener, you happen to be listening for whatever reason the first time. Well, you get to give us a call. You're maybe coming here because you're trying to figure out what gold and silver is and why you should be possessing it. We're going to explain some of those things. We're going to talk about the markets and what's going on. Um, but you call us, 800-951-0592 to order gold and silver. I don't know if Joe's got a, a special up his sleeve, but the number to call to jump on would be 800 I now have Joe. Joe, uh, go go ahead, man. Hey, Jason. Uh, the hole in the ceiling studios <laughs> strikes again. Uh, right now, we have uh, the AC guys are here. Uh, the one of the one of the good and bad things about the build out that was done all these years ago. As a matter of fact, we were we're the original tenants here. And a lot of you will remember, we, we call it the hole in the ceiling studios because when we were putting, uh, the alarm in and running all the conduit, one of the guys fell through the ceiling. And I'm not kidding you, his foot got wrapped up in the wire and you just hear this huge crashing sound and this guy was hanging by his foot, his head about two inches away from smashing into the concrete floor, uh, and, and he ended up, you know, he was perfectly fine. Uh, but one of the things when they built this out here, the air conditioning unit in, in all of these buildings here are actually inside the seal, uh, in, inside the roof. They're, they're, you know, we have one of those, uh, the, 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 the fake ceiling with the ceiling tiles and the, the AC unit's actually inside the building. Uh, it, had a condensation leak overnight, and uh, those ceiling tiles came crashing down all over, all over the studio. Of course, uh, right where we have the studio, uh, but uh, we're right. The, the the AC guy just showed up, so uh, he's fixing it. So I'm coming through the Verto right now. It's been been a crazy, crazy year. Actually, let's face it, crazy couple of years. Uh, the madness continues. Jason's getting ready to go on vacation. Uh, I'll be filling in, so I'll be doing uh, all three hours for the next few days. Uh, and then, then on Friday, Jason and I are both going to be gone. Obviously, we're closed on 4th of July. Uh, I'll be off on Tuesday, so will Jason. And then I'll be back on Wednesday. Jason won't be back till Friday. So we got all this stuff to do, Jason. So the time, it's about right. You know, that, that, that's about the right timing. Yeah, uh, you know, I, you know I, I, here's the thing, Joe. Is, is, it, uh, is it better for you for things to go wrong when you're gone because it proves you're, you're needed, or is it better for things to go right because you've, uh, you run tight ship, you know? <laughs> Which way do you want it? <laughs> hey, let me tell you right now, you're right about that. The best case scenario is all of this has happened while we're still here. Right. So we can uh, get it all handled, and, and uh, it's definitely been uh, quite the the interesting morning uh, when you you know you walk in and and uh, your 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 ceiling's missing. It's all over the all over the studio too, all over the 
the radio equipment. One of the tiles landed on my monitor where I have all the gold pricing and all that. It uh, broke the monitor. I mean, it's just, just been a, a, a great Tuesday uh, morning. The good news is, uh, like I said, it looks like we're going to have this thing fixed pretty quickly, and everything else can be replaced. All right. Well, yeah, it was just, uh, <laughs> I'll, I really, really am going to shut everything off when I leave because I don't want to hear about this when I'm gone. I just want to, because, you know, I, I, remember, the, the I remember the first year. The number you have dialed has yeah. been disconnected or is no longer in service. The first year you bought it, I had to constantly tell you the, 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 the things that weren't fixed that we were working on and the things that were breaking that we had just <laughs> fixed. So it's, uh, I just I can't handle it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to you know if I'm gonna be gone I'm gonna be gone. So and I I tried to tell all the customers out there you know and I, I know there's gonna be a couple of that just like I didn't know but I've got Sonia here she'll she'll tell everybody well Jason yeah. tries very just yeah just a real quick announcement the Colorado Patriot office the Colorado Patriot office will be closed tomorrow starting tomorrow through next Thursday. The, the radio station itself will be open. Uh, Sonia's going to be there, Freddie. I mean, we'll have people there. But the Patriot office. So uh, if you're wanting to, to pick up gold or, or you want to sell gold, uh, essentially from Wednesday tomorrow through next Thursday, uh, there, there will be no uh, gold but being picked up, sold, bought, what have you. Uh, you can place orders. You can always sell and lock in prices by calling the Arizona office, by calling the 800 number. Uh, but the physical location will be closed while Jason's on vacation. So and, and uh, just to put that out there. Essentially, I won't probably even take an appointment until July 11th, which will be the following Monday, because really Friday is just going to – I'm going to have stacks of things to work on on Friday. I'm, I'm just coming in Friday just to catch up on – the radio station stuff, and then probably really the gold and silver appointments will start back up July 11th, which is a Monday. It's, there's just going to be a lot. No matter what I do, there's going to be a lot when I get back. Yeah, there you go. There you go. 800 951 Not a lot of economic data out today. There was some, you know, consumer confidence uh, was a, another bad number, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, home prices, uh, Case Schiller was out. Of course, that's, that's always old data. So this was, I want to say, April or May data showing home prices, as we know, uh, were still rising. I think the uh, we got crude oil, which uh, we had that sell-off last week. 800 Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, here's the good news. Uh, I got a hold of my son. Joey's going to be joining us here in a little bit uh, to to talk about uh, the markets, obviously uh, making sure wealth preservation, Jason, is, is, is going to be the key, especially for the next uh, couple of years. Uh, Wall Street right now, here's the sad part. We've, we've got another one of these uh, dead cat bounces. This is your pension funds, your 401ks. Uh, it's the end of the quarter. Uh, so all that money, they, they've got to, you know, just because kind of how it works, you know, you check these boxes once a year, all this money getting uh, put into the market. And uh, I got this, this, well, the realities are this. All the corporate downgrades 
We're going to see a ton of them coming in in July, in August, and and all this new money that got put into work, Jason, uh, it's going to be wiped away plus a lot more. That's right, Joe. That's that's what happens, you know. And uh, you know, people don't uh, realize that in 2008, you know, how 40% of the money got wiped out. That's why you know, things were crashing and burning so badly is, you know, you, you had this short period of time. I think it was 16 months where 40% of the money was wiped out. Even during the Depression, I think it was, I forget how many uh, how many years it was that they wiped out 33%. I think it was four years they wiped out 33% of the money. Then in 2008, it was uh, yeah. just a few months, wiped out 40%. So, so what's going to happen this time, Joe? Yeah, that's the thing, right? So and to Jason, what he's letting people know is uh, when you have these events, uh, the, the wipeout gets bigger and bigger. Uh, yesterday we were talking about the derivatives and the huge onloading of derivatives from these major institutions. You know, we were talking about J.P. Morgan yesterday. Just in the first quarter of this year, $15 trillion, almost, think about this, about 70% of the entire GDP of the United States was added on to J.P. Morgan's balance sheet in 90 days at the beginning of this year. Uh, and, and, and Jason, this is kind of the, the, the big problem. Uh, I did find out some information, you know, so these stress tests, remember they run these stress tests to try to, to, to give us the illusion that your money's sick because it's not. Ready for the, the worst case scenario? This is what a joke it is. The worst case scenario was across all the major financial institutions, it would be about $600 billion in losses. And this is why it's such a joke, because J.P. Morgan by themselves has $60 trillion of derivatives, and and $600 billion is like 1%. That would be like saying, okay, the worst-case scenario is 1% of people stop paying their debts it's absolutely asinine. And even when uh, you go back to 08, right, obviously we had a situation in housing where about 5% of people weren't paying their mortgages, and we saw the damage that was done then. Uh, it's just a big game that they like to play. And they do they go through this exercise to, to say that these banks are healthy, and, of course, uh, what does it allow these banks to do? It allows them to sell, you know, sell their stock. It allows them uh, to pay a higher dividend. When right now everybody knows banks should be preserving capital, Jason, not wasting it. Well, Joe, let, let's go back to my example of uh, I think I said I think it took so many months uh, for the 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 depression to to lose thirty three percent of the value. I think it was four years and then and, uh, five years, something like that. And then it took uh, only 16 months to lose 40% of all the, the money in the American system for the uh, housing crash. But this is, see, I think the reason that they think they can say these things, Joe, is that we're, we're in a, a massive inflationary situation. You know, the value of, of everything will drop 40%. But if your stock, you know, if your stock market is still sitting at 31000 or 29000 and inflation's up 50%, goes up 60%. Maybe we even have 80% or 100% inflation over a, a course of a couple of years. That's the same thing as destroying money. 
it's just not going to look like it because, well, the stock market is still sitting at 29000 But if you have 50% inflation and the stock market goes sideways and housing goes sideways, that's a massive crash. I, I, people don't really get this, Joe. It's crashing. No matter how you look at it, it's going to crash one way or another. And I have a feeling if the markets for some reason are able to stay up, Joe, the inflation is going to fly like like nothing we've ever seen. And that's that's destruction of money because <laughs> if you can't buy oh, a loaf of bread's $2, now a loaf of bread's $20, I think you've destroyed a lot of money, Joe. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting when we get all of the uh, downgrades that are coming because uh, the the inflation starting to erode the profits of Wall Street. Uh, I think Jason's scenario, that brings the best case scenario for Wall Street. I don't think that uh, they get that. I don't even think they get anywhere close to that. I think we're going to see another major wipeout uh, because the bottom line is a lot of these zombie companies that have been around uh, for for the last 20 or 30 years, uh, as long as the Fed is going to stick to rate hike policies, they're not going to be able to borrow cheap money uh, and continue to, to survive out there. So it's going to be a really, I, I think this is a whole new scenario, similar, right? We go back to the Great Depression, you go back to the Great Recession, uh, these are going to be similar in the wiping out of, of money, uh, The but the difference, to, to Jason's point, the difference this time is going to be what is the effect of inflation and how is that going to react with all of the rest of these things, and it's going to be interesting to watch all of this play out, you know, we're watching uh, crude oil up again today. Uh, back to 112, Brent crude's 117, uh, and rising as China's economy continues uh, to really reopen itself. But of course, we got the Fourth of July holiday. I think there's going to be big, big gasoline demand, uh, and and once again, I think we're setting ourselves up for gas prices, which. Maybe they 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 flattened out. Uh, some places in Phoenix they've gone down, maybe five cents a gallon. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be short lived, Jason. I think we're going to see the next spike in gasoline prices after the Fourth of July holiday. Yeah, I think that's coming. I, I don't think anybody escapes six dollars a gallon in the country. I, I don't think anybody escapes that. And then mm. the, the question will be, uh, where above that are you? Is is, is California nine? Arizona's eight. Colorado seven is that where we end up? Maybe before it, maybe it starts to finally stop, or is this just a progressive problem that goes on, possibly years? Joe, I, why do I get the feeling in twenty twenty three it's just going to progressively get worse? When this inflation, you know, the inflation was caused by the money printing in twenty twenty and the coronavirus pandemic. So, in my little neck of the woods, I uh, bought a house uh, towards the, uh, the the latter stages of twenty twenty. And the houses were being built like you normally see. Here's a house here. There's a house there. You, there was a lot of building, but it was you know, a normal neighborhood you know, building cycle. But then when February of 2021 hit, just the building went berserk. I mean, it went, it went into hyperdrive. I'd never seen building as fast as I'd seen in that neighborhood. because, And I, I was there for months watching normal building. And, Joe, the, the market was just take the Dow, for instance. It was about, the, in, in early February, it was about 31,000 plus. Right now, it's sitting at thirty-one thousand plus. Why do I get the feeling that these, this is markets crashing, and we just—it just doesn't look familiar because the inflation just makes excuse everything. Because I'll tell you right now, things seem a lot worse in twenty twenty-two than they did in twenty twenty-one, Joe. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's a great point. And then today, I don't know if you saw the news. So one of the great things that they did uh, with coronavirus is they funneled a just truckloads of money to blue states, primarily California, Illinois, New York, New Jersey, all these states with these horrible pension problems uh, so they could paper over it. Uh, today, Gavin Newsom says he's going to send a thousand and fifty dollars uh, to Californian families to help them offset the price of inflation. Somebody needs to teach these people economics. He's actually going to make the problem worse, Jason, not better. He's depending on the federal government to bail him out as he's bailing out his people. He he thinks he's got a. Uh He's got an in with the federal government. He thinks he could probably go get a loan with uh, the federal government because the federal government's going to get it from the Fed, Joe. That, that, I, I think he's just – he's like, you know what? I'm going to try to get ours first. That's what it sounds like he's doing because I think that a lot more states are going to be right yeah, behind him. Yeah, it could very well be. And, of course, uh, sending every Californian $1,000, what's going to happen? Well, they're going to spend it. They're going to buy more gas. They're going to go out and, and, and maybe, uh, you know – get the boat out, whatever it may be, all it's going to do is make the inflation problem uh, that much worse. And, and it's these terrible policies. And, again, you know what, though? We're, we're really conditioned, aren't we, now, uh, to where? Because, you know, if California's done it, how long until other states announce the same thing uh, where anytime there's a problem, Jason, the first answer is government wants to hand people money. That's correct, and it's it's disastrous, uh, the consequences. And the consequences always kick in a little afterwards, and then you kind of forget the $1,000 you got, and then you're looking at these, you know, they'll be looking at $9 a gallon gas after this because their gas situation is abysmal. Well, then they're going to be right, hey, well, where's my, where's my next check? You know what, it's yep. even more expensive, right? Give me 2000 <laughs> That's not going to be enough. That's not going to be enough. That's the whole point. It's not going to be enough. There, there is no number that's enough, and that's where hyperinflation comes in. Hyperinflation is the ultimate uh, definition of not enough because there is never enough in hyperinflation, Joe. I do want to point out uh, the the BRICS nation: uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South America. Or uh, I mean, South Africa. Excuse me. Uh, they just had a big meeting, and they were all there. You know, think about. Uh, we couldn't even have uh, the meeting of the American of, of the Americas because half the country said, "Hey, if you're not going to invite all of us, we're not coming." Uh, everybody was there, uh, shaking hands and, and photographing with each other. Uh, it has been a dramatic change uh, in the world, and I, and I pointed out because you know yesterday we told you how. The United States prevented Russia from making a debt payment, which, I mean, think about the idiocracy uh, of that. Uh, then they met with the G7, right? So that's their, you know, that's Japan and France and Germany and England, right? You know, like, you know, having this meeting and, and they were talking, Jason, about trying to once again uh, restrict uh, how much oil Russia could sell out there. And it's almost like they, they're deliberately trying to make this problem worse. Over the past weekend, Russia just sold a whole bunch of cheap oil to India. So uh, uh, Russia is still selling their oil, Joe, uh, and India got some cheap oil. I bet the gas prices are a little better there in India now. Yeah, in India, you know, you're probably, you know, you're looking, when we say cheap, we're probably looking at 
somewhere around $90 a barrel for Russian oil. Because you think about Brent crude, which is what India and China buy, that's $118 right now. They're probably buying it for, you know, 85 or $90. Yep. Uh, but uh, it, it's incredible. Russian revenue, believe it or not, Russian revenue uh, has actually increased since the invasion of Ukraine. It's actually had, this is how brilliant we are. It's actually had the opposite effect. Exactly, Joe, exactly. Real things have real value. Money is just an idea, and ideas can be corrupted, changed, uh, or destroyed. And uh, we're, we're starting to see the Federal Reserve notes show a lot of weakness. Now, it's, it's, it's been stronger since this war started, but it's, it's, it's just all a shell game. And, and Russia's showing that, hey, when you deal with things and you actually deal with commodities and things actually matter, uh, when, when nations, uh, fiat currency start to show weakness, everybody scrambles for what, you know, do you, ha- do you have enough food? You know, do you have enough fertilizer? Do you, do you have enough, uh, energy? That's gonna continue. Joe, how many years are we gonna be talking about? I have a feeling, yeah, a couple of years from now, we're still gonna be talking about the cost of energy, the cost of food, and all this stuff. When we get back, we're gonna talk about dollar weakness. Cause if you look at Wall Street, You'd say, wait a minute, the dollar's pretty strong, but is it really? We'll talk about that next. Hey, welcome back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here. Crazy day. I'm actually doing the show in the shipping room right now. Uh, the, uh, the hole in the ceiling studios is back. Uh, we got the AC guys up in the ceiling, uh, working on, the, some AC unit issues. Uh, but, uh, the show is, must go on. And Jason, before the break, you're talking about dollar weakness. This isn't what a lot of people think. Cause if you go to Wall Street right now and you look at the dollar index, uh, and I, I, I really liken it to like the, the paper price for oil or gas or silver or gold or in or aluminum, pretty much all the commodities, almost worthless. But it shows the dollar at the strongest levels in years right now. And, of course, it's strong against the British pound, and it's strong against uh, the euro and the Japanese yen. By the way, Japanese yen uh, falling out of bed again today, really starting to lose value as now the Japanese central bank, this is how, this, this is how idiotic and why they need the, the reset that's coming, why they need this digital currency. The Japanese central bank, it's official now, owns more than 50% of all Japanese treasuries. You know, when you think about our central bank right now, they're, they're, they're still, you know, they probably own about 25, not quite 25% of all of our treasuries, at least right now. Uh, but the big thing that they're not telling you about is what's been going on in these bond auctions. So think about it. Every day, twice a day, we have bond auctions because we've got to, we've got to roll our debt. We've got to throw first. We've got to add new debt. Right, and then we've got to roll over the old debt. Well, one of the things that's been happening as Japan continues to struggle. By the way, the Japanese, the largest holder of U.S. Treasuries, they're starting to have to sell 
Shinus Benselli. And over the last couple of weeks now, all of a sudden, the foreign demand for U.S. debt, Jason, has really started to fall off. And we're starting to get, they call them tails in these auctions. The longer the tail, the worse the auction was. And, and we're starting to see that happening and already just, uh, just the debt now, uh, with these higher interest rates, the, we're, we're setting records now every month for the amount of money spent on just making interest payments on our debt. And, and right now, uh, a lot of foreigners, because uh, as you know, when bond yields rise, okay, and that's what we're having that right now, when I think about interest rates, interest rates are rising. That actually makes the bonds worth less. Uh, so any bonds you're holding at the lower rates, are no are not nearly as attractive as the higher rates. And Jason, everyone and their mother thinks that the Fed's going to raise another seventy five basis points at the next meeting. So right now, uh, not a lot of dollar buying happening in the bond markets. That's right, Joe. And and the last I remembered, uh, the Japanese government also owns a significant part of their stock market too, right? I mean, uh, Japan yeah, really is a yeah. tipping point. And, and, uh, and w- with the rising interest rates, and, and, and the funny thing is people that love the stock market, you know, people and people that love bonds and treasury bonds, and they, lo- and they like all these financial instruments that seem to all be having a lot of stress, that's a lot of these people, that's all they know, Joe. That's all they've been taught that it's just these instruments. They don't think of – Anything outside of that, you know, commodities is foreign and weird to them. You know, buying anything physical is is disgusting to them. And if it's if it ain't dollars, treasuries, you know, uh, if it ain't stocks and, and paper markets, they, they don't know where to go, Joe. They're, you know, that's that's why the the housing crash was so severe because that's what the, the thinking was back then. It's like, well, it's got to be one of these things that's going to make me money. And at some point, sometimes they all don't make you money, Joe. Sometimes they all lose at the same time. Well, yeah, sometimes uh, the best strategy is preserving wealth uh, versus trying to make, you know, that's what made Bitcoin so attractive. Everyone, hey, I can be a millionaire overnight. There, there's, I don't even know, 40, 50, 100, maybe 1,000 coins that trade for less than a penny, right? So right. you can, you throw a 1,000 bucks into something that's one one-hundredth of a penny and, and hope it goes to one-tenth of a penny to become rich. Uh, that worked for a little while until it didn't. Uh, remember the meme stocks like uh, uh, AMC and all that stuff, and and uh, we did a lot with the uh, uh, all of the the movements out there where they were going after these hedge funds and blowing them up, and and and, and those are actually early signs that there's problems uh, that are on the horizon. And, and now we're starting to see that these problems, right? You know, Jamie Dimon called it a storm clouds. And then within a matter of like a week, he said, well, uh, whoops, it's a hurricane. And, and I think this is what we're looking at. And by the way, because we're starting, we're getting, we're coming into hurricane season. We could see uh, some very, very big sudden spikes in energy prices depends you know these hurricanes we you know they're hard to predict we never know 
but but if we get these hurricanes in the wrong places, uh, you look at uh, uh, you know the off off of Texas and Louisiana, where a lot of these refineries are. Uh, Jason, that that could be recipes where uh, certain parts of the country could all of a sudden see, heaven forbid it, $10 gas. That's right, Joe. It could happen very, very quickly. And, and we were talking, you know, we were talking just before you, uh, you got into the hurricanes about these these financial instruments. Jo- Joey is uh, ready to go anytime you want to get him on the air. We're hitting this, this uh, commercial break here in a minute, but uh, we may have a few uh, bits of information from Joey, I guess, huh? Yeah, we'll get to Joey Vedrack. Joey, hang with us. Uh, we'll, we'll bring Joey in on the next segment because I know that uh, that that's what they've been talking about there. Joey, obviously, at, at Northwestern Mutual, uh, everything from, from life insurance, uh, long-term care, I mean, you name all that stuff, uh, plus the investment side. Uh, if anyone's going to help you preserve this, whatever you don't have in the gold and silver market, Joey's going to be doing that. And I think to Jason's point, the the big wax happened very quickly uh, in a matter uh, of months and, and really days. There's going to be days where all of a sudden, hey, Wall Street just lost 5%. That's a lot to lose in a single day. Uh, so we're going to have Joey on in the next segment, and uh, he's going to help everybody out. Don't touch that dial. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Welcome back. Joe and Jason, Pizza Radio News Hour, and we are very fortunate. We have my son with us this morning. Joey's with us, and I've been asking him for the last several weeks, when are you going to be on, when are you going to be on, and he's like, Dad. I'm busy. I got stuff going on, but today he's able. He's only going to be on here uh, for the last couple of segments uh, because he's got a bunch of meetings going on. But, but Joey, thanks for taking the time. I know you've been really busy. You got Fourth of July weekend. Uh, I, I know this. I'll let everyone know. By the way, he's flying to Vegas to watch the UFC fights, uh, and then and then flying home. So he's got a a, a busy weekend. Uh, but you're actually taking the red eye because you got meetings Tuesday morning. Uh, a quick turnaround. Oh, can you guys hear me? Yep. Oh, it's going to be a very quick turnaround going to Vegas and doing the UFC fights. Uh, a buddy hooked it up with some free tickets and hotel rooms, so I had to take advantage of that. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, going to take the red eye midnight morning on the 4th of July and that way I can do some prepping and get prepared for my meetings on Tuesday. Um, you know, the, the grind just doesn't stop over here. Um, Got to make sure we're always prepared and doing right by my clients at all times. Yeah, and right now that's a, it's a much harder thing to do. Obviously, with, with the markets where they're at, uh, you guys have been uh, saying this for, for a while now, uh, focusing really on preserving wealth uh, over the over the short term. Uh, playing a little more defense than offense, but but you got to have if, if you if you're not uh, if you don't have a person looking out for your wealth, if your financial planner hasn't been calling you and talking to you and readjusting, uh, th- then you're you're open to the slaughter. Yeah, I mean, just, just think about yourself and where you're at and your time horizons. You know, your your late forties, early fifties, and you're getting ready for retirement. Uh, now is not the time to be playing offense on that football field. It's time to, you know, 
reassess the defense, get the right subs in, and make sure that, hey, we're protecting ourselves, protecting the quarterback, um, and making sure that our money's secured in retirement. Uh, that way we're not losing 20% of our money uh, before we even get there, right? Uh, that's the last thing we want to do. Um, and every person's different. Some people like to take on risk. Some people don't. And it's just making sure that we're properly allocated. I can't tell you how many times I've spoken with callers from the station and their their uh, portfolio is way too aggressive, especially at the age of, of 50. To be in 100% equities is, is crazy. Um, so I just encourage everyone listening right now, never hurts to hop on a phone call and take 30 minutes of your time to, to figure out what exactly is going on with your money and what we could be doing, you know, to uh, to help you out and, and help, like you said, preserve your wealth. Uh, that's the biggest thing we need to do, especially in the time of down markets. We're not going to be making the 10%, 20% gains in times like this, but it's making sure we defend ourselves and then we set ourselves up for when the offense needs to come and play. That's right, and that's the other big part of it, and that's the best part of why having someone like you in your corner, hey, we play defense when we need to play defense. When the time is right, hey, we'll go back on offense down the road. And right now, too many people are stuck in offense. This isn't, you know, 2020 COVID where you were making 100% gains on every trade, right? It's not the game stop, the doge coin, or or whatever that may be, like big tech is down. Um, it's a uh, it's a time for defense, and you know we can we can talk about getting aggressive and playing some offense a year or two down the road when the when the market recovers. Uh, but for now, we just need to make sure we're preserving our wealth and we're not giving away our dollars that we worked hard for, right? Yeah, exactly right. How, how do people get a hold of you? Give out your number. We'll give whatever you give it out a couple more times. Uh, between now and the end of the program. Yeah, myself, it's uh, 602-909-9048. You know, shoot me a call or text if I don't answer. I'm probably in a meeting, and I'll get back to you right after that. Um, I'm very good at responding in the same day. Um, but, yeah, just shoot me a call, even if it's just a question. would love to talk and chat for a bit and, and see if I could help in any way. Uh, it's all about establishing a relationship, in my opinion. Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, it really is about relationships. And, and right now, uh, you know, too many people, unfortunately, don't have that relationship. They signed up for something, uh, you know, four, five, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, nobody really communicates with them. And, 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 and unfortunately, they're, they, they become very vulnerable when these crashes happen. And they happen really quickly, even on days, you know, here's the hard part. You know, we're, we're talking about a dead cat bounce today, but that doesn't actually mean a lot of people's portfolios are doing better uh, because of the way they're allocated. Market two, it, it, it looked like it was going to go up, it went back down. and um, Yeah, it's, it's crazy. People uh, don't know what's going on with your money. You tend to, you know, forget about it and, you know, maybe forget about it for a week, for a month, and all of a sudden you're down 15 20% and the market's up 2%. And you're like, how is that even possible? Well, it's because, you know, the people who you're working with, one, probably aren't looking at your portfolio, or two, they probably just, you know, haven't called you, checked in with you to make any changes. And if you haven't received the call this year uh, or two, uh, I think that is a problem. This, uh, these are crazy times, and especially, you know, I know most listeners here are older and if you're not getting a call for your for your money and, and, and to reallocate your investments, 
something is wrong, there's something dead in the water. Um, you know, and I'm always here. You can send me statements. I'll, I'll look over it for you. Um, I'll tell you what's going on. Um, if they won't do it. So that's always an option. You also do, you do like Roth IRAs. You do all that other stuff. If people, maybe they're, uh, like me, a small business owner, they don't have access to 401ks. You, you do all of that stuff as well. All of that. We do the Roth vehicles, the IRA vehicles. Uh, you know, some people I'm starting with that are younger, uh, we contribute like $100 a month into a brokerage account just to build that up. Um, you know, investments can be small, but it's something we should build up, especially now in these, in these uh, downtimes. We're going to be back with Joey one final segment before we head out of here. And uh, we got a great, great half-empty cup of Joe coming as well. 800 really quickly. $20 gold pieces. Uh, they're on sale today. Not as good as the day before. Uh, 2125 on US $20 gold pieces at 800-951-0592. We've got my son Joey with us. One of the things I learned, cause let's face it, uh, I don't really do a lot of Wall Street cause I don't trust the pinstripe bandit. Uh, but part of why Joey uh, is where he's at because we've always thought this is this is uh, how we were going to uh, do things and Joey's becoming a big part of, of the radio station and now we've got a, a, an advisor out there that's going to look after our other money uh, that isn't going to tell us what you know to sell our gold and do all those things and understand our point of view on things uh, but one of the things I learned Joey is you know a lot of people which is what I thought Hey, once you sign up with this financial guy, he's going to take care of your money, and he's doing all this stuff and, and not even checking with you. It doesn't work that way. He can't make changes to your your portfolio without talking to you. Isn't that right? That is right. You can't necessarily change someone's whole portfolio uh, without, you know, someone's consent. It's their money, right? Um, but the cool thing with what we do is we always call. We always check in. Well, if you're part of our signature portfolio, which is a minimum of 20000 that's automatically rebalanced without a phone call every quarter, right? Um, but I'm making sure to stay on top of it with all my all my clients who aren't in that range yet. So, hey, I'm calling you every six months. going to give you a lowdown of what I think is going on with the market. Where are we at? But you're always allowed to check your account with us. There's an Internet. You know, you can log in with your information, see what's going on. Um, and I can also provide you with weekly updates through a newsletter that we have. Um, we really just give this personalized approach. And I'm not here saying that I'm going to give you the best returns ever or things like that. I'm here saying I'm going to preserve your wealth and make sure that we're not losing your money that you worked hard for. And, and then what about you also do the insurance side? we got to mention that because I think that's probably one of the things that you realize in talking to a lot of people uh, is they didn't have enough insurance. And then once you get to a point, you're almost too old, it's too expensive. So it's really important, especially in your younger guys and gals out there, you're in your 30s, 40s, uh, maybe even 50, to get that insurance side of it done as well. Very important. Uh, the insurance side makes sure, hey, all of our debts are covered. You know, if we passed away, unfortunately, those will get paid off. Our kids and our families wouldn't have to pay off those debts. It also makes sure that we build up, you know, a bucket of money that we can access tax-free. Build up this cash value. It takes a good 15 years to build. But, boy, is it an awesome thing when you're in retirement 
and the market is down and you don't have to withdraw from your 401ks and your Roth IRAs and things like that. It's, uh, it's simply, you know, just the best market hedge in my opinion. And it allows people to really experience wealth and be safe during retirement, not freaking out worrying like, Hey, do I have to be a Walmart reader, you know, to get by every month? Um, it's just another bucket of money, just like the gold and silver you carry. It's reliable. It's something, you know, it's, it's guaranteed to stay. It's not going to go away anytime soon. You mentioned something uh, that I always like, which, by the way, Joey's talking is exactly things that I've done with him, tax-free. Tax-free. Um, your 401Ks, uh, you're going to withdraw those and you're going to get taxes on it, right? Um, it's making sure that you can withdraw from a bucket of money and not pay any taxes towards it. It just makes it play the Joey, give your number out real really quick. 602 909 I'm Sorry, I have to go. It was great talking with all of you.